On today's Into Your Head number 787, my annual discussion of the ploughing championships despite it not being held in my town for the past several years, uh, something about cows, uh, something about the end of the world, and lots more. Absolutely fucking fantastic, hello. Join me at a tremendously exciting moment. It's into your head, number 787. We've a lot to get on with today, etc, 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 the usual, as Ruben, oh, as Ruben from the Ruben Nerd Show says, etc, 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 something, something, and all formalities. Uh, he has a catchphrase like that. Uh, it's not copied off mine or anything. Mine is different. Mine goes, you join me at a tremendously exciting moment. It's into your head, number something. We've a lot to get on with today. Items that need to be attended to. Issues that need to be addressed. Topics that need to be something, something. I've done it arse ways now. I've done it the wrong way around now because I was too much, too far up in my head thinking about it. You don't want to be thinking about things, especially not when you've got a sore neck, as I do. I've got a sore neck. Uh, my neck is as uh, my neck is as sore as be damned. I don't know what happened to it. But I did something to it. I pulled something or something. Yeah, I think I might have pulled something while I was changing the bed. I was changing the bed. Uh, I took all the sheets off the bed and threw them down the stairs. And then I got out fresh sheets and I put them on the bed. And then I came down the stairs and sat down. And then my neck was sore. Uh, and I was fucking sore all day and all fucking night. Uh, except when I crammed some drugs down my gullet. I crammed some drugs down my greedy gullet like there's no tomorrow. Uh, which there may well not be. Because uh, I didn't sleep much last night. And if I don't sleep much tonight, uh, then there won't be any tomorrow because it'll just be uh, yesterday and today rolled into tomorrow and it'll all be one day. Uh, now that I think about it, today is the day that they're saying on the internet is going to be the end of the world. Uh, the world is going to end by fire, apparently. Uh, it's going to be a big fire and we're all going to die. Uh, except people who are being, oh, except people who have been selected to be the la, to be the whatever you call it, the biblical thing where they keep the pay, they keep the good people somewhere and apparently they were all selected in the selection process back in 2011 uh, so if you weren't on the list back then uh, you're not on it now so you're doomed to, to be swallowed up by the end of the world and then there'll be the new earth and the new heavens or something whatever the bible says I don't know been a while since I read the bible to be perfectly honest uh, I probably read it back in school because uh, I went to a school where they taught the bible uh, in the early days of school they taught the bible and then in oh later on they taught uh shakespeare's king lear and then they taught shakespeare's uh henry the fourth part one uh, i never did part two i don't even know whether there was a part two i can't even remember whether the teacher even mentioned this uh we also did great expectations and woodering heights uh, those were the five books we covered i didn't cover the bible in any great detail well, not in the same detail that we cover uh the king lear stuff and things like that we don't we didn't comb through it word by word every page 
uh, over a period of two years in preparation for an uh, intermediate certificate exam, as we did with, uh, oh, as we did with King Lear. And oh no, he had a fellow talking at the foot of the class and said, today we're going to talk about the Bible. Uh, it's a great book. Uh, comes in many shapes and sizes, all kinds of forms. Uh, there's even, oh, there's probably even an audiobook version at this stage. Is there an audiobook version of the Bible? There probably is. Uh, if there isn't, there should be. There should be an audiobook version of the Bible. Uh, write that down. Write that down, me. Uh, no, I won't. I won't write that down, me, because I can't hear myself. I have a new setup where I can't listen to myself over the headphones as I talk. Uh, so I can't hear what I'm saying. So I can no longer do the thing where I go, uh, write that down, note to self. Uh, not in real time, anyway. I can still do notes to myself here and record them, I suppose, and then I listen back to the editing process. But if there's anything, if there's a note to self that's uh, time dependent that needs to be done straight away, uh, then I'm just going to come across it during the editing process and think, Christ, I didn't pick up that note at the time. It's too late now. It's too late now. Uh, it's like coming back at the end of the week uh, uh, when you're a milkman or a milkwoman and seeing a note on the door saying, two extra points uh, last Wednesday, please. And it's too late at that point. Uh, well, sure, just, uh, should uh, we move on from that stuff anyway. No one uses the milk delivery services anymore. I don't think they do anyway. I haven't seen a milkman uh, for... For loved our money since I was about, uh, oh, when? Since I was about 15, uh, when we lived in that house that had a milkman came every morning. Uh, haven't seen one since. Uh, maybe there's one around here, I don't know. Certainly haven't seen them. Uh, there's plenty of cows, though, you can be sure of that. There's plenty of cows. Oh, there's no shortage of cows. There's a, I can look over there right now out the window where they used to have the ploughing championships. Uh, there's no cows out there, but it's definitely uh, farmland of some sort. And that indicates to me that there's uh, definitely cows around here somewhere. And in fact, there may well be cows over there. I don't know. I don't know. Can't really see that far. Uh, but no, I think that's more of a growing thing, things in a field than a growing cows in a field. Uh, although you can grow cows in the field, but they're not things. Or are they? I suppose they are. They're living things. Uh, but no, I meant growing crops. Uh, growing things like crops, uh, not growing creatures. You don't grow creatures in that field. Although maybe you can. Maybe they change this purpose every few years. Uh, well, they didn't really use it for the ploughing championships. They just used it as a car park for the ploughing championships. Uh, uh, so it didn't get a good furrow plough through uh, those couple of years. Uh, there's probably fields around here uh, that during the ploughing championships got ploughed to death. And as a result, they were able to Oh, they were able to return it to uh, their original usage. Because uh, the thing, if I understand farming correctly, if my understanding of arable farming uh, is up to the standard of someone uh, who used to work in the Department of Agriculture, uh, which it probably isn't, I don't know. Uh, but if it is, uh, then as I understand it, when you grow the same crop in a field year after year, uh, oh, it becomes diminished of the appropriate... Uh, the appropriate nutrients needed for that crop. So that's why you have to rotate it. You grow a different crop every year in the same field. Uh, but I'm thinking if you had the ploughing championships in that field for a couple of years in a row, uh, surely that would reset it all to zero. You could go back. Uh, although maybe not. Would that add nutrients? It probably wouldn't now that I think about it. It would probably just 
Oh, Fubby just, I don't know. Fubby just, I don't know. Anyway, hello and welcome to the show. Oh, that rhymes. I think my phone just vibrated. Uh, hold on a minute. Uh, but no, I was just... Oh, that's right. That's because I, uh, I just plugged it in. It vibrates when you plug the plug it in and this cable is faulty as well. Uh, anyway, on with the show. You're listening to Into Your Head, hosted by Neil, Ireland's version of the Octomom. Except he's a dude. And has cats. I've always been a great believer in the dictum. Uh, never, oh, never buy a, never buy a fucking uh, iPhone. Oh, iPhone charger stand cradle uh, without looking at the fucking thing to see what key cable it takes and whether it you have an adapter that works accordingly uh you fucking stupid cunt of a thing uh, that's what that's been my philosophy for some time now well i say some time it's been my philosophy for the uh, since i think the day before yesterday when i went to deals i went down to deals i said oh i see they have these new cables they look stronger than the usual cheap ones i'll get a few of those uh, but look, uh, here's an iPhone stand as well. I'll get that. I just won't bother my arse checking whether it's the right size and type for my particular eye telephone. I'll just assume, I'll just assume, uh, completely forgetting what I've been told all my life, uh, that uh, assume makes an ass out of you and me. It's been drilled into my head uh, just as much as the thing about there being, uh, just as well, it's been drilled into my head almost as much during my lifetime as the thing that goes. Uh, oh, uh, 30 days, that's September, April, June and November, all the rest of 31 except February alone, which is 28 days clear and 29 in each leap year. Oh, I can remember that all right. I can remember that all right, despite not needing to remember it for the past 15 years since the invention of uh, gadgets to put a calendar right in your pocket. Uh, there's no need to learn the uh, the months of the year by rote anymore. But no, apparently I can't remember uh, to get the check the right size of the thing for my phone. <coughs> uh, maybe I need a maybe I need a, need a memory upgrade. <coughs> Could that be right? Is that a thing? It's a thing I've heard of in, in connection with phones, but not in connection with the human brain. Uh, I've heard of trading the memory, all right. You can train your memory. You can say, memory, uh, remember this. Uh, and then the brain says, oh, I'll remember this all right. Especially if you do it repeatedly for uh, 10 hours over and over and over while sitting at a desk uh, in a place of education. Because uh, then the brain will think, oh, that's interesting. I probably need to remember that. Uh, I'll process it next time he's asleep and I'll transfer it into his long-term memory. And then his long-term memory is crammed full to the brim of stuff. Except it doesn't run out of space. Your memory doesn't run out of space. It just creates new connections. Just crams new connections into them. Uh, just becomes like one of those uh, one of those household electrical fuse boxes uh, where somebody keeps extending their house and the box gets fuller and fuller because they add in extra uh, cables and fuses until it's crammed to the brim. Uh, but no, still apparently you can add more and more capacity as much as you want. Doesn't matter. 
matter how small your skull is, you can just keep adding more and more memory, supposedly. Uh, well, I think you'll find it's a bit like it's a bit like the thing where they say that the universe is infinite. That if you go on and on out into the universe, if you go for for long enough, uh, you'll eventually come across an um, infinite more versions of Earth, uh, where there's infinite more versions of you there. Uh, but that's only theory, because no one's ever done it. They know damn well they can come up with these theories about infinite travel because they know you can never test them. And it's the same with the brain. They can say, oh, you can just uh, you can just keep remembering, as, memorizing as much as you want. Your skull will never get full. It's never going to happen. Well, it is going to happen if you live long enough. They just know full well that you're not going to, so they can say it. It's a fucking scam. It's a fucking scam. And if some business did that to you, I can tell you, uh, you'd be able to bring them in front of the Oh, in front of the Trading Standards Council or something, you'd be able to report them to someone to uh, what's it called here? I think I think in Ireland you report it to the office of the ombudsman. Uh, there's an ombudsman for consumer affairs uh, who at the moment is a woman. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with that, but the ombudsman, the Irish ombudsman at the moment, if I remember rightly, is a woman uh, by the name of Emily. Uh, she's got a surname as well, or I think it's Emily O'Reilly. Is she the ombudsman? Well, she's something like that. Honey. Anyway, something like that anyway uh, oh Christ I tried, tried to turn towards the screen and my neck hurt uh, that's good because I can't turn towards the screen at the moment anyway because uh, I haven't finished setting up I haven't finished setting up the movability of my microphone so when I turn towards the screen like this I'm not moving the microphone with me uh, so it sounds wrong it sounds incorrect well, as far as I know because I can't hear myself uh, nevertheless we'll iron, we'll iron all that house in due course uh, we'll iron the house uh, just the way uh, you iron your trousers with your hands you can iron your trousers with your hands it doesn't, it doesn't do anything to the clothes or it makes you feel good you should try it sometime uh, iron uh, iron your uh, trousers with your hands just rub your hands along your uh, the fronts of your thighs uh, I feel doing it right now admittedly I'm wearing pyjama bottoms at the moment for comfort uh, so I'm probably it's probably more effective I was wearing jeans or something this probably wouldn't be as effective as rubbing of my legs uh, that's why you have to wear pajamas as in hospitals or anything in case they need to rub your legs for any reason especially if you're unconscious or something uh, they might need to if you're ever in a hospital and you, you're unconscious the first thing you'll notice when you wake up from your coma or your your operation or whatever it is is that if you weren't in pajamas when you went into your unconsciousness you sure as hell are in pajamas now or more likely you're in some sort of weird disposable uh, gown they put you in a gown so they can access you uh, it's, basically, it's basically rape clothes for uh, but with a medical purpose so they can get away with it it's absolutely appalling when you think about it that way uh, which is why you probably shouldn't you probably shouldn't anyway on with the show into your head two dogs walk into a vomitorium have I done this one before? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, well, since I can't rightly remember, uh, there's very little chance that it'll be a that it'll be a rerun. Uh, it'll be probably be at least slightly different. Although great minds think alike. Uh, so the story I'm about to tell, uh, which I make up on the fly, uh, may very well turn out to be identical to the one that this same mind came up with in the past. If it did indeed do a two cats walk into a vomitorium story in the past. 
past. Uh, but there's no point. Of course they did one in the past. Vomitoriums are a thing of the past. Uh, vomitoriums are from back in the Roman Empire. That's when they had vomitoriums. They had vomitoriums all over the Roman Empire. And if there's anything that's in the past, I can tell you it's the Roman Empire. I remember it was one of the first history lessons I learned in my early school days when they started trying to cram history down our gullets. Uh, so no, vomitoriums are definitely a thing of the past. Anyway, uh, two dogs walk into a vomitorium. I should probably be using the past tense then for this, should I? Uh, but no, it's traditional. Two cats walk... Oh, two dogs walk into a vomitorium. Uh, one of the dogs goes straight up to the vomitorium reception desk and says, Hello, can I have a pint of your finest vomit, please? And the man behind the desk says, uh, I don't think you understand how it works, sir. And the dog says, I know full well how it works. Yeah, you come in here to vomit, that's right, isn't it? And the man behind the reception desk says, actually, that's correct, that part. And the dog says, good, good, so we're all correct and right so far, everyone's okay. Uh, so you come in here to vomit, uh, you drink a pint of vomit, uh, somebody else's vomit, or else, preferably, I hope you've... Uh, you've got a bank of vomit that you keep uh, you keep my own vomit for me for when I come back next time and I need to consume something that will make me vomit and the man behind the, the man behind the reception desk says no that's not quite how it works and besides which you're a dog you'll eat anyone's vomit that's my understanding anyway I'm not sure because I'm a cat person uh, but my my understanding, uh, which admittedly I haven't verified, uh, is that uh, dogs will eat anyone's vomit. You can just leave it lying around on the floor and they'll lick it up. And the dog says, well, that's partially true. If I happen to come across something while I'm stiffing the ground and I lick it up and it turns out later that it's somebody else's vomit, I'll be fine with that. But I wouldn't go out of my way to consume something that's being handed to me in the jar that's labelled somebody else's vomit. Uh, especially if that somebody else isn't me. Uh, I can appreciate that whoever's labelling it might just... Uh, take my vomit and label it somebody else's vomit because to them I am somebody else uh, but I'm not prepared to take that risk the chance of it the somebody else being me is one in uh, whatever number of people there are in the world I think about uh well, back here in Roman times, let's say about two billion. And the man behind the, the reception desk says, yes, but you're a dog. Surely you will be one in whatever number of dogs there are in the world. And the dog says, uh, no, is this vomitorium? Surely it's open to dogs and humans. So we'll be one in whatever the number of the total number of humans and the total number of dogs added together is uh, chance of it being mine. Uh, rather than somebody else's and the man behind the bar says uh, this isn't a bar sir uh, even though it's just called a bar the narrator's just called a bar uh, which kind of negates my point that I'm about to make that it's not a bar and you can't just come in here and order a pint of anything not even vomit that's not how a vomitorium works and if you don't know it if you didn't know it before now you sure as hell to Christ as damn hell as hell as Christ to hell and back know it now uh, so on with your day and let's not have a big long argument about it and the dog says that's fine and a great night has had by all uh good morning follow neil at twitter.com slash into your head pod and pretend to like him at facebook.com slash into your head podcast